Welcome back, everybody, to the This Is My Bourbon Podcast ISO Sessions. I'm Perry, the host of This Is My Bourbon Podcast. I am super excited to be welcoming back a really good friend of the show. She's been on multiple times. Always have a, a, a really fun time getting to chat with her. Haley from Wilderness Trail. Haley, how are you? Hey, hey, I'm doing all right. How about yourself? What up? <laughs> what up? <laughs> what up? No, I'm doing, I'm doing well. Um, I was just uh, telling Haley about some issues, some technical issues that we were having with the podcast, but it's nothing you guys need to worry about. It's all, it's all going to be fine. And again, this is definitely me reassuring myself and nobody else that things are, things are hunky dory. So <laughs> you said it's all going to be fine in the last I, minute, so <laughs> it's all, it's all going to be fine. I poured some of the, the wilderness trail four year bottled and bond weeded, um, I, I definitely brought out the, the rye bourbon and the rye whiskey as well to help kind of calm my nerves a little bit. It only seemed appropriate. See, to, it's all going to be fine. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, speaking of wilderness trail weeded bourbons, y'all six year came out recently. Um, and, yeah. Woo. Indeed. We, we talked about it back in, golly, when did I come to the distillery? um to chat with you was it january or february i believe it yeah it was at least, it was around february i believe it's pre yeah. pre uh pre-quarantine so yeah pre-covid yeah um COVID. and and we had we had talked about how that was going to get released in march of course everything shut down in march yeah and so y'all y'all pushed it back um but it seems like it was really successful in the launch is that kind of how you guys feel about it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I know we kind of talked about, you know, trying to tease it out saying, Hey, you know, I, I think like your podcast is one of the first that we, we talked about being like, all right, be on uh-huh. the lookout. Uh-huh. That was a big, a big teaser sitting out. And, uh, oh, yeah. yeah, my bourbon pod got it first. Um, yeah, we did. Exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, yeah, and then COVID happened, and obviously we felt like having a launch of some sort was just not a good idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, people quarantining and doing those things, we were like, all right, let's not get a bunch of people into <laughs> <laughs> uh, the distillery at that time. So um, we basically – we. We waited up until um, we we were kind of permissed by by the governor by Daddy Andy to <laughs> to open because kind of the distilleries distilleries have all been kind of scrambling and meeting and Zoom calls left and right saying like right you know once once things started to open back up you know figuring out well how do we open what do we do blah 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 you know and kind of generating our own guidelines to present to get um, passed and then yeah. Basically, we were like, once once we found out the day we could open, we were like, boom, let it drop, let it ride. So yeah, um, yeah. so we did. We we released on the day that we were allowed to open up uh, for tours and things like that. And we did we we did a pre sale. Um, some of us there were a couple of other releases that happened, kind of in the midst of everything. And so we kind of did some recon work and saw how other, other distilleries are doing it and how, how to best like navigate yeah, sure. waters. Um, but yeah, so we, we, we decided we we're like, okay, you know, this is going to be super 
it's very limited anyway. It's going to be super limited in the market. Um, but we were like, okay, let's, 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 uh, go for about a hundred bottles, send that out there, see what happens from there. And gosh, they sold out <laughs> within oh God, um, yeah. a couple hours, I think is, is, uh, is how fast they the first round went, and basically we were yeah. all kind of blown away. Shane was like, "Well, okay, well, let's just uh, let's add some more to that." So we ended up, I think, <laughs> I think in total we ended up pre-selling about three hundred fifty bottles or something like Dang. that. Yeah, that's and fantastic. Yeah, it, it was wild. It was wild. You know, truly unexpected. Um, I mean, it's something you always kind of like hope for. You know, yeah, of course, but, yeah. But uh, it's funny how we're we're still so we feel like we're still so young and shy and sheepish about things sometimes. Where we're like, we hope people oh, yeah, show up to our party. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think anybody even saw the Evite or? <laughs> it, I don't know. Should I get more more chips and dip? I'm not sure. <laughs> Is it is this enough beer? Is three kegs enough beer? What are we doing here? <laughs> so, I'm I'm curious too. I think we might have touched on this a little bit back in uh, back in February, but you guys like is there a chance for this, especially based on the response for the six year to, and maybe not even just six years, but just some of the 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 higher age stuff to kind of make it to the mass market. Um, especially based on the, uh, uh, the response to the, the release? I think, I think, yes, I think eventually, um, I think especially the six year, well, and it's, and it's, it's funny because, um, you know, we, we had, I say we, as if I planned this whole thing, Shane and Pat had this, uh, <laughs> had a vision in mind, obviously when they, when they were creating wilderness trail and kind of creating the programming that would happen. And, um, you know, the, the rest of the time though, since, since we have released product, we've, we have basically changed, changed things that we do based on, based on consumer feedback. Right. Um, mm -hmm. You know, you are our consumers. You guys are the reasons why we we make the choices we do. And um, yeah, of course. You know, obviously. Otherwise, what's the point, right? Um, Shane and Pat aren't going to drink it all, although they could try. Um, and so the so the the initial idea was that once we reached six years, that was going to be like our basement. That was going to be all you saw from us. You know, going forward, like boom, we're at six. Don't worry about the rest. And, and, and basically two, two things have happened since then that have kind of changed how we're changed our course as far as how we're programming this now. One, our four year has been so well received. Um, oh, yeah. you know, a lot of people have said, Oh, it's, it's good for a four. It's going to be great in a six, whatever. But then some people, I think even you Perry had mentioned like the four is great. Why touch it? You know? Yeah, we had we had said that, and I it, it took, I think it was uh, Dixon Deadman who put it to me that like, it doesn't it doesn't matter if it's you know a younger product if it's good it's good yeah and then yeah. that kind of that kind of shifted my thinking about it mm, that yeah. I I was like well 
yeah, you're you're right. And I, I don't know if you've kept up with the show much recently, but we also have been kind of in love with Hotel Tango, oh, which no. is, yeah, it, it the, and their two-year-old bourbon, unbelievable. I mean, I, I was just blown away by what a two-year-old bourbon could, could even taste this good. And their rye was exceptional as well. And, you know, I did have to kind of walk back some of my thoughts going, well, I don't want to talk like, you know, it's good, but it's two years old. Right. You know what I mean? Like I, I had to, and, and it's a part of that definitely came, came about because of the way that I was talking about wilderness trail when it first came out, I didn't want to keep saying it's good, but I think, I think it's a lot. It's, it's, it's easy to think about what it could be in a couple of years, but it's just as easy to put a period after it's really good. That's a, that's so, a great way of putting it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, and, and, and I mean that don't get me wrong. I am excited to see what it is actually like at six years, but I, I, yeah, at four years old, it's still a spectacular product and I'm actually drinking some of the, uh, the four year bottle and bond weeded right now. And I can confirm it's very good. <laughs> very good. Period. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Well, and I, and I love that mentality too. Um, just because you're right. Like we, especially in bourbon, we expect things to age and to be aged longer and to do those things. And um, yes. I think we're in a wave, you know, the last, the last, five to eight years really has been a wave of, of newcomers that uh, are prepared to give you <laughs> an aged bourbon right now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so as a consumer, you know, and, and, and myself too, you know, I, I love a, a good, you know, eight year old product is, is wonderful, but where, where are you going to find those? You know, I mean, there's plenty around, but it's, it's, it's not quite <laughs> as, it's not quite as abundant as a two year or four year. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And so, as, so as a consumer from that standpoint too, it's like, we are always going to be half disappointed <laughs> in what you're drinking until, until you get that, whatever age range you're, you seem to prefer, you know? So, um, but yeah. So yeah, exactly. The, but the four year, it's been good. And that's, and that's, and that's exactly it. You know, we've, we had, um, we were of that same kind of mind frame too, until the four year came out and in the last couple of years, it's been just really making, you know, all of our four year products have just been really making the name for themselves. And we're like, okay, well, yeah. Good and maybe maybe four years is is a good thing. Maybe it's something we keep up with. Maybe it's something that we keep more mass produced and save something you know six, eight, ten, whatever for kind of those specialty releases, more of those unicorn you know bottles. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other kind of part uh, to why our six years so limited right now is that we with our barrel pick program. We, um, uh, to be honest, we ate through so much <laughs> of, our, <laughs> of our age supply. That's awesome. It is, it is truly an astounding problem to have. No, no kidding. 
like, you know, say, you know, you get all these people that say, oh, six years, can't wait for six years. But then everyone picks these four-year-old to five-year-old weeded barrels and they buy the whole barrel and it's all gone. It's all gone. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, you've of course got more stuff aging and, you know, when it does hit six years, I mean, I imagine that, like you were saying, that is going to wind up being, being on the market more widely. Uh, more widely than it is right now, but um, I do look forward to to when that that happens. And uh, I I I want to kind of like cap off the the talking shop, talking business <laughs> side of it. it, of there. it. <laughs> yeah, just because like that that's uh, that's not entirely what the ISO sessions are about. We've been uh, doing these because you know we dur- during quarantine times, you know, it, oh, it's God. nice to be able to reach out to to friends and say how you've been doing and, and making sure that everybody's okay. And sure. And, whatnot. Yeah. and uh, so, um, and, and yeah, we are recording this in July. It's uh, pretty far removed from the initial lockdown, the initial uh, wave mm-hmm. of, uh, of coronavirus cases, but uh, how have you been faring through all of this? Um, you know, and I've been, it's been an interesting ride. Uh, it's been really, really interesting. I, of course, like I'm, I'm, um, one of our brand ambassadors or whatever, what a title you want to give me. It changes every day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just to point You've always said that. You've always been like, I, I wear a thousand different hats at Wilderness Trail. So whatever it's, it's nice been. to hear that that hasn't changed. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. It's well, and that's, I guess it's the beauty of wearing so many hats is that, uh, even in current times, uh, you're, I'm still always busy. Um, and so, you know, like I, I don't, I don't hit the road. It's funny, you know, right before, right before uh, everything got shut down, I had just received kind of some of my traveling schedules from different distributors and talked about, you know, our expansions to different States and whatnot. And, um, you know, I was, I was like, basically for the next, five to six months, like, all right, cool. You're on the road. Bye. See you later. And, uh, and then, yeah. And then got totally grounded. And, uh, and so now my life though has shifted from, from, you know, being on premise and being that way to just zoom calls. I, uh, I walk and run a lot. So during my walks, you just, if you hear the wind blowing or if my meetings just have a lot of wind in them, it's just cause I'm on the road and I'm sorry, a girl's got to get her steps in and here's how we're doing it these days. Sure, yeah. 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 And I, I'm sure that you've had, or I hope at least clients have been pretty understanding of, of that to a degree. Oh, 100%. You know, that's awesome. Oh, totally. Everyone's, everyone's just, that's, that's one of the things I love about this too, is everyone's just making do right. We're all, we're all just figuring out by the seat of events <laughs> and whatever you got. You're having technical issues one day. Cool. Your kids are crying in the back. Oh, yeah. You gotta go fine. Call me later. Like, you know, it's, <laughs> It's fine. So, uh, you know, so many of my, many of my accounts have met my cat and like, Fantastic. <laughs> right. They're like, Oh, you have lovely artwork. I'm like, yeah, thanks. You know, so <laughs> <there's> <laughs> That's that, adorable. that whole, there's, yeah, there's like that kind of different, uh, side of getting to know each other a little bit too. It's just like yeah, new meetings, especially like seeing my, seeing my newfound office space and, uh, 
you know, things like that. So you kind of get to know each other on, on those levels a little bit too. But I, I love it just because, I mean, you know, we, we just, I've been constantly rolling and it's just a matter of, all right, cool. We're not in person anymore. What do we do yeah. online and, and how do we roll from there? So I, um, I wear a lot more yoga pants and <laughs> attire and, uh, you know, I basically, mullet, I basically mullet my way through life. I'm a walking mullet. I'm <laughs> a business on top party on the bottom. It's fine. <laughs> I will I will say I have definitely discovered the wonder of sweatpants. And <laughs> like I I don't know how like I I guess I just had this like age ages old stigma of like sweatpants are just like, you know, they're just really gross looking and like they they can be just unflattering or unappealing or whatever, but like you get a good like hard tapered sweatpant with pockets and you know if it's got a little bit of flair to it or whatever you know it's functional out in public you don't have to feel so bad about you know going out of the house and not dressed in in real pants or whatever yeah but like i i did you ever watch um how i met your mother a little bit i unfortunately am not a huge how how i met your mother or most okay, so uh, you you're not alone with that, but like I I watched How I Met Your Mother, uh, Mother How I Met Your Mother, How I Met Your Mother, um, How I Met Your Mother. She's a lovely lady. Uh, back in the day, and it, it, Marshall, who's one of the characters, uh, had a self described uh, underpants radius, so it was like how far out of their apartment he could go while just being in like a shirt and underpants, and yeah. I've like. Taking that to being like the the sweatpants thing, like what is my sweatpants radius? Like I can okay. I can I, and like it starts out small. It's like yeah, I'll go to the grocery in sweatpants, and it's like, well, I can go to the bank in sweatpants. It's fine, and not that you know at that time we were doing a whole lot of you know face to face going to the bank or anything, but like I definitely started feeling like I can get on board with this for sure. <laughs> Your radius <laughs> keeps growing. It keeps growing and growing and growing, and it, eventually it just encompasses the entirety of the uh, of the globe. Um. <laughs> I can go anywhere in sweatpants. Doesn't matter, right? Yeah, exactly. Who cares at this point? Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? I, I, I will say too. Um, I, I and it's it's definitely slowed down as things have started to reopen and as things have kind of slightly returned to normal whatever normal that is but like i at the beginning of this was drinking way more bourbon (laughs) (laughs) thank you thank you yeah you're the reason why i'm still working (laughs) (laughs) to that point though to that point I I did hit a point where I was like, all right, all bets are off. I'm grabbing, I'm grabbing anything that's in the cabinet. And I, I had a just pile of empty bottles in the studio. And this is, we, we were talking earlier today about, you know, what would be the best place for us to record. And when I said that my studio was a mess, I meant it's a mess because nobody's been over here since, early March. Um, <laughs> and so I've just let it go like, 
you know, like weeds. Um, and so I just had like a bunch of empty bottles just laying on the floor. And I was like, I got to do something about this. And last week took them out to the, uh, to the recycling. I counted something like 25 empty bottles. <laughs> <laughs> so, and look, don't, don't anybody like call the police on me or anything. Please. I, but, <laughs> but I was you are, like, you're not alone. You're not no, alone. But, but I did look at that and go, all right, that's, that's over. <laughs> yeah, okay. I've done some, I've done some damage here. I've done, I've done plenty of damage and I already feel bad about myself. So let's, uh, let's move on from that. But oh, oh my gosh, though, I mean, like the, what, what, like aside from, you know, <laughs> the, your, your daily wardrobe, I mean, like what other habits changed for you when I, when everything hit? Oh gosh. Let's see. So I, I mean, I mean, I still, I still, my, my work and all that fun stuff had to be the same, but I basically like, I was not one of those people who like shut down with the shutdown, you know, I know a lot of people who were just like, I'm not moving. I'm not doing anything. This is time to watch Netflix and hang out. And I was like, this is go time. (laughs) (laughs) I like, I hit go on so much. I like started all these new workout regimens. I, I started retraining with running. I organized my house and my car and I just got done organizing like my storage shed. And I was, I went through like digital purges. I, I am, I am every couch potatoes nightmare right now. <laughs> <laughs> I I kind of was uh, at first uh, like kind of the opposite of that. I was like, I'm just going to like ride this out a little bit, see what happens. And then it kind of hit a wall and I was like, Oh crap, this is no good. And like, I'm already just a very anxious person as it is. Yeah. I already. Have deep... Yeah. Oh my gosh. Haley. <laughs> have we never, <laughs> let's pull back the curtain a little bit on uh, Perry's uh, anxiety and depression, but. Yeah, exactly. So I, um, I, I like, I just hit a, I hit a wall and I was like, something's got to, we got to do something. Mm-hmm. And you know, whether it was just getting out a little bit and, you know, venturing around and then wound up having a job with a state for a, a little while, yeah. um, doing unemployment claims nonsense. Anyway, I don't want to get into that either. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much, too much. <laughs> it's too much, man. I got, I got enough on my plate as it is. Um, but like, I, I, I definitely, I, I'm, I'm such a roll with the punches kind of person. Like I just yeah. don't, if something I, I, I can, I'm at the point where it's like, I got to just see where this goes. You know, I, I I cannot, I cannot put out expectations. Um, and if I do, it's just going to be thrown to the ground and stomped in the mud. Oh yeah. And and so this is, this has been no different. And I I feel like, and it's what everybody else has been saying. It's like, this is a great time for self-reflection. Uh, just look at yourself, see what, can be worked on if you need to, you know, yada, yada, yada. But like, it's, it's true to some degree. I mean, this is the period where, you know, you, you have no excuse 
anymore for putting stuff off. Right, right. Right. I mean, th- this is easily the time when you just start going, something's got to change. I got to do something here. And yeah. I think for me too, like I was honestly like on the brink of that beforehand. And so I think oh, yeah. that's why this was like, the perfect timing. I don't know. I, I honestly was like that annoying positive person that was like, people are doing good for each other. And like, <laughs> I was like, people are making masks. People are helping each other out. People are, you know, we were making hand sanitizer and not delivering out to hospitals. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I was just like, man, the positivity. While other <laughs> people were like, please, Haley, you need to. <laughs> just, just bring it, just bring it down bring a little bit. Let's use our inside voices. Like the grim facts of it all. Cause the, well, cause to me, that's also like a weird, if you want to pull back the curtain, that's like a weird defense mechanism too, where like, I don't want to hear the numbers about people dying. I want to be like, but look, Look what's look at the silver lining that's happening. Yeah, but, uh, in this glorious but like that, and that's a that's a good point too because like it it did get to the point where like I stopped watching the the daily updates. I stopped having to you know just, I, I I just couldn't internalize that feeling of really just, <laughs> just depression. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like I got to the point where I was like, I cannot keep listening to this constantly and like if for my mental health i've got to stop yeah. paying attention to all of this yeah. so um it, it's uh, i it, i think in some way it's a good way to uh understand your limits and and there's a there's a personal growth silver line into that as well but uh good on you for for staying positive during all this i know that a lot of people aren't <laughs> It's, 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 it's real, it's real easy to go down uh-huh. that hole. And I, and I have, I've definitely like, I went through about probably actually like a, a few, couple weeks ago where I was, I, I reached that point of just like overwhelmed, you know, what's yeah. good, what's, yeah, yeah, yeah. what's, what's up, what's down. You know, I did, I shut yeah. off the news. The only thing I was watching was like John Oliver, <laughs> At that oh. point, <laughs> hey, uh, same actually. Right? I was like, he's all I can rely on right now. <laughs> but like, I mean, it's it's a once a week spiel. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's thirty minutes long, and you you basically are caught up, and then you can just kind of, I mean, unless something drastic happens, right. you know, you can just kind of shut it off for a little bit. But I will say, I definitely, I also hit that point. Uh, a few weeks back where it was just one thing after another. And I just, I, I literally sat on my couch Aww. and I just, I was in the middle of, <laughs> this is, this is, this is how sad this is. I was in the middle of eating Taco Bell of all things. <laughs> Were you in your sweatpants too? Yes, absolutely. And, and I just, and I just broke down. I just, oh. I was, I was like, this is an insane time to be living through. And you, you just, you kind of, you, you hope and you, you pray and you send good vibes and do whatever that like those of us who are here for it now are learning from things and we're seeing things and, and we're taking the necessary steps so that like 
our kids and our kids' kids don't ever have to go through something like this again. And and like as as a future father <laughs> with the with a child on the way, like I did I think that was kind of part of it too. I was like, oh my gosh, we gotta do something else about this. Right. You've got that fresh on the brain. Yeah, for sure. And and once all that really kind of connected, then it was like, this is not enough anymore. And, you know, we got we got to be in this for each other and we got to stand up for each other, too. And, uh, you know, that's kind of on a different path from uh, coronavirus. But at the same time, it's very similar themes. Um, it's easy to. Well, no, it is. Well, it's easy to. Yeah. uh when you get into survival mentality, right. It's easy yeah. to think like, all right, well, I've, I've got to do this for myself rather than thinking that I've got to do this. I've got to do something for the community, for the collective. Right. Um, but my favorite part about like humanity is eventually when push comes to shove, well, we will come together. It won't last very long. Mm-hmm. But we will come together. Yeah. I read this book and I reread it earlier this year uh, called Tribe, and it's by, uh, was it, Carl, not Carl Sebastian, Sebastian Young? No. Who am I thinking of? I don't remember. Um, Carl, Carl Young? Are you getting, like, different names? <laughs> either Either way, please it's continue. Sebastian, it's Sebastian Younger. Oh, okay. All right. There we go. And it's all, it's, it's called Tribe, and there's, there's a couple things I don't agree with in his book, like, he 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 um will use the term indian instead of native american but he claims that native americans have allowed him to do that like the ones he's interviewed so he does it yeah. i don't know but so there's like a couple <laughs> things like that where i'm like oh, okay but i i really appreciate it. the the overall like theme of it though is the the idea that like of tribalism of of coming together as a community as a collective and those things and the reason why those those kinds of societies last longer um is is because of their working together right yeah um, yeah that's a really interesting viewpoint yeah and so oh, it talks about cool. just like that kind of longevity and how like um, basically things like nat- natural disasters and wartime and things like that bring people together more than they tear people apart. Um, and that like, so basically like, of course, in a time of crises, it's still hard, hardwire into us somehow to, yeah, absolutely. to, to like, okay, well, what do we do to build each other up? So it's kind of funny that you like are talking about that and having that revelation, especially as a, as a, you know, kind of t- you're now taking on the, 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 the father stance, right? The father role mm-hmm. in the world. So like now you're thinking generationally too, you know, what's next, what's next for, for my kid and for their kids and, and things like that. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't yeah know. And, and it's, it's, it it is very hard to kind of imagine what it would be like for everybody to come together and hold hands and have kumbaya and and whatnot. But at the same time, if that's it's it it's so appealing, right? And I mean, you you want that to to be what we we move towards, and it 
it's oh, gosh we could go on and on about this i feel like and, and like my, really my, existential here my my brain is doing backflips right now thinking about the <laughs> the tribal aspect of things and and like how how different society would be if we treated it like this is this is our tribe and we are fighting for each other instead of like well they don't agree with me and being real petty and and whatnot you know i mean like it's just i i i love that i love that thought of of tribalism being a model for modern society i just that just you really did just blow my mind, Haley. I'll say that much. <laughs> that and I've been reading the book Sapiens, which um, I really enjoyed. And I'm only, let me tell you this. I, I've brought this book up like six times. I'm only 40 pages in. And I'm like, so this book Sapiens. <laughs> but it's already on my mind that much. And it's, it's it's talking about just like so far. I mean, it's just talking about humans, humans as, as a creature, right. And our, our, our existence and how we came to be and how there were other types of, you know, uh, other types of man on earth, right. Prior, prior to right. sapiens and at the same time as sapiens, but still they survive because of their like communication abilities and their abilities to work together and things like that. And so, and, and both of these books were gifts to me. So I don't know why I'm like, okay, whoever I get it universe. Like I get what <laughs> <laughs> all right i get the message we gotta work together yeah so but it's it's another one too that's like just been basically about like the reason why you survive during especially during you know you're talking about billions of years ago and and you know when you don't have any kind of luxury at that point when you're making your own tools you know you're sure. making the first tools the hunter gatherers so, yeah exactly exactly so I, I was kind of kind of on that note, and this gets a little more to the literal core of it. But like, I was I was reading an article today, and the headline was something to the effect of scientists have discovered the like the source of life in the universe. Whoa! And I I was like, what is what are you talking about? And. <laughs> And the, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. And, and I was like, well, I have to read this now. And so, and I kid you not from, a, it was probably a seven or eight paragraph long article. And I think from paragraph two, I couldn't close my mouth. Like my mouth was just <laughs> wide open just reading through this. And, yeah, absolutely. And, and it was something that like, it kind of it, it makes sense when you step back and look at it, but the, they were saying that the the source of carbon, which is the the core building block of, of life in the in the universe, uh, universe rather, yeah. excuse me, comes from uh, white dwarf stars, mm -hmm. and so when when white dwarf stars die when they explode. Uh, the carbon is then released from them and it goes on to create life. And that was part of how our solar system was created billions and billions of years ago. And I, I, can't, I seriously, like I said, I mean, my mouth just dropped. Like, just think it like, like we all amidst all of this, to read somebody saying that, hey, we figured out why we all even 
are here. Like what the, you know, what the start of it was. Right. And it just, it just blew my mind. And like, it really, it really brought me back down again. And yes, it does sound very hippy dippy. I will say, I will say that. But, But it like, it dropped me right back down. And I was like, okay, I get it. I get it. <laughs> over the top. <laughs> over the top. Well, it, there's, I guess there's like all, I, there's all those like cutesy little like Pinterest quotes about how you're made of star stuff and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. it, it's true. Like you are. It's literally true now. It's, it's 100. And, and that's crazy. Like, I think, um, I think Neil deGrasse Tyson kind of had something similar to that, just talking about carbon in, in general. But now we know like that, that we are, we are. Yeah. yeah. It's literally the, the building block of, of all life. And that's, this is not the direction I expected this ISO session to, <laughs> we should, to we should, I feel like we should be on other substances than bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, the bourbon will get you there eventually as well. Right, but, uh, right. It takes a little longer, but it gets you there. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. To, to, to bring it back to bourbon, though, I, I two things. Um, I I had some of the the rye whiskey. Yes. Um, which I have not had in a while, and uh, I I hope Haley that your job is not doing the math, uh, for for the proof on uh on labels for Wilderness Trail. It is not. I, because this one says, and it's very minor, I'll give you that, but it says the ABV is 50.4, but the proof is 100.9. Mm, yeah, uh, that's not. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna have to actually, on, on this one. Uh, <laughs> actually. <laughs> um, actually, uh, no, but uh, I, I will say, I was... I was a little skeptical about the rye whiskey at first, uh, as my palate has kind of developed. And the more time I've spent with this, the longer this bottle has opened up. It's so good. It's so good, man. It's it the the barrel proof aspect of it too. I think really helps it out, even though it's you know a lower barrel proof. That's um, yeah. That is that that is a phenomenal product. Thank you. It's really You're welcome. Been, yeah, I made it. Um, I know you did. <laughs> I did. I worked hard on it. Uh, no, I, it's, it's, that is 100% what I think about it too, though, is it is a low rye. It's only, you're, the whiskey is only 56% rye, so it's low. Right. But at that barrel strength, you're getting still kind of that kick that you're, that a lot of yes. rye drinkers are looking for, right? And, um, mm-hmm. you know, so it's, it gives you that without without it being just too lulled, you know. We because initially we were we were gonna have like a, a lower proof, like a ninety six percent, you know, proof um, product, and yeah. it just didn't it just didn't pack quite the the punch. It just didn't quite. It just it really didn't have it. And um, sure, but but didn't Shane say back in February that you guys were putting out a lower proof rye for bartenders? That's the game plan. Which, but but yeah. bartenders, the the idea though is you know to be able for them to mix it in a cocktail. You know, uh, yeah, absolutely. A barrel strength rye is not always a bartender's first choice to to put in a Manhattan. Um, 
Although that is true. It's delicious and they do it. They have done it. Um, but like as far as price goes and also as far as flavor profile, you know, especially if you start doing cocktails where you're mixing more than one liquor into there, you know, sure. you know, sure. that that'll start to add up pretty quickly too. I mean, there's a reason why LITs make you LIT. We went to a bar recently uh, and which is a strange thing to say out loud during all day. And <laughs> almost sounds when like it, when you don't it, know yourself. Yeah. <laughs> also don't call it. Don't call the police on me. No, uh, again, not, but I, we, uh, one of the, one of the guys that was with us, it was like a craft cocktail bar. And uh, the, the bartender was like, what do you want? Um, his name's Greg, by the way. He's in. Uh, he's a good friend of the show, a patron of the show as well. Go check him out in, uh, hey, Greg. in Florida. I, he's he's a great dude. Oh, um, in Florida? No, they don't care about the virus. <laughs> sidebar. Um, anyway. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, uh, it's all good. Uh, anyway, so he looked at he looked at the guy and said, uh, "What do you want?" And he said an LIT, and he basically just straight up said, "You're not drinking an LIT in my bar." Um, <laughs> it was it was a wild, wild moment, but, uh, but I enjoyed it uh, anyway. <laughs> but the, the the other thing I wanted to say, and it's this is by far my fi- my favorite Wilderness Trail product, uh, the the High Rye Bottled and Bond Bourbon. Um, this is just a spectacular whiskey. I, I absolutely love this bourbon to death. Um, and to make it even better, I'm on the last couple pours of batch one <gasps> of this bottle. Yeah. The DO one? Uh-huh. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's a uh, it, it's it's been put to good use. Um but I think this might have to be be laid to rest here soon. Um, dadgummit. Y'all, and, you know, we were saying forever that we cannot wait to try the, the rye bourbon. And sure enough, it delivered. I, I Like I said, this is my favorite uh, Wilderness Trail product so far. <laughs> having not had the six-year weeded, having not had the six-year weeded, I want to clarify that. Disclaimer. <laughs> in my experience <laughs> so but far. no i i so far allegedly um no i i think that this is i and i really can't wait to see what a, a couple more years does uh to this product as well but that being said it's great at four years old um but i i've i've enjoyed getting to sit down and i drink through some of these products, not necessarily with you, but, uh, as we've been, we've been talking about the world at large and coronavirus and how, to, how to change ourselves for the better. Yes. Um, but, but, uh, t- tell me a little bit too. I'm just curious because you're, you're more familiar with the six year, of course, than I am. Mm-hmm. What has changed from the four year to the six year? What is it? Is it ju- just depth of flavor? Is there's a, is there a flavor note that has come out in the the sixth year that wasn't present in the fourth year too? Uh, what, what's a what? What have you found with it? Well, it's it's kind of amazing because you know we we're bottling 
we've been bottling everything up to a five and a half year, honestly, at this point. So some people sure. have been drinking, you know, damn near close, darn near close. I don't know what your rating is on your show. Uh, to your, uh, we, can get, we can get away with that. Okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> very close to the six year age anyway. Um, so we, we've, we've kind of just been, you know, bottling the four, four to five, five and a half year, um, and so you, you're getting close to those age ranges, but it's funny, you know, in bourbon, it's amazing what like one month can do, right? To make bourbon turn Absolutely. a corner, right? To make an age turn a corner, what season, you know, if it, if it's, if you go through a sun, you know, a really crazy summer and by that fall, your, your product's totally different than, than it was sure. three months ago. And so there's, there it's, it's some of it. I don't know if it's just kind of placebo where I'm like, Oh, it's six year. But like <laughs> to me, there's, there's a whole lot that's changed, especially I will say from the four to six, um, one being just the general, like viscosity of it has it's got you know it just it's much rounder it's got a better um you know i hate the term mouthfeel but it's got a better mouthfeel it just sounds so pretentious um but it does it's true it's got a better mouthfeel and then to me it's got just more balance overall balance of flavor it's not that yeah. it's not that a new flavor really has popped up at least thus far i will say um but more just that a lot of our a lot of our weeds have usually have kind of a spike in a, in a certain flavor right um you know usually like oh this this is you know this 15 D D set 07 is, is just a butterscotch bomb or, or this one tastes, you know, it's, it's usually got kind of a spike or a very florid flavor of that or blood orange or a lot of just candy notes and things like that. Right, right. It's just, it's just much more of a beautiful blend and balance to those, uh, to those same flavors. It's just not sure. quite as, jumping it's not quite as jumpy from one to the other it kind of takes you on much more of a smoother ride between the processes of you know from from the from the start to the finish so yeah. um and so yeah so it just it just has it just has that kind of just level of maturity to it where it's not just so zippy you know sure yeah so well, I, if, if that was a sales pitch i'm sold yeah well good <laughs> Good. Good. We're going, we're going from like a, from like a Mazda three to, I don't know, it's a nicer car, but <laughs> I just say oh, what I drive and it's so zippy and bangy. <laughs> I'm not a, I'm not a car guy. I don't, I don't know. I'm not impressed by cars really. Um, but, <laughs> but, yeah, I will- so, but it, it's, I, I am, I am excited to, to eventually, I grab a bottle of it and I'll, I'll definitely have to make the trip up to the distillery here soon. And come um, see us. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. Cause I, I haven't been to a distillery since, since March. So it would be a nice, uh, nice way to kick things back off here soon. Also, I have to be conscious of how much work I have to get done around the house, you know, cause we got it. We got to convert the, the recording space into a baby space. I was gonna. I was gonna ask what are what is what are your preparations like? Because um, you know, 
how far along, how far along are, are you in getting ready? I guess is the, is the question. Um, so she's officially six months pregnant. Okay. Um, okay. So I'm a, I'm about, what, five months behind on preparation? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I need, I really need to take the time to uh, box everything up and, and move it. So it, it's, the the studio itself is basically going to be transplanted into uh, our garage, which, you know, it's nice. I have another space for it and everything. Right, right. Uh, but at the same time, like we have garage cleaning we have to do before that can happen. And it's just it's a very multi-layered uh, process that yeah. is definitely grading a little bit on my anxiety, but it's going to be OK. I'm going to get there. This is, again, me talking out loud, trying to. He's fine. He's fine. Stuff. Everyone, he's fine. I'm. I'm really. I'm fine. It's gonna be okay. Someone and can on some six year old weed of bourbon so he can make it. Please. <laughs> well, on that note, I think we're gonna go ahead and wrap up this edition of the Ten Bip ISO sessions. Haley, it is always so good to get to chat with you, uh, whether it's about Wilderness Trail or uh, what's going on in the world around us. I. Where can the folks find you on social media? Where can they check out more about Wilderness Trail? Um, well, Wilderness Trail, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Uh, both Facebook and Instagram are Wilderness Trail Distillery. Uh, Twitter is WT Distillery because uh, it won't fit any longer than that on the handle. <laughs> um, and then you can find me at uh, on Facebook at Haley Peros and on Instagram at hazy.pesos. And I exist on Twitter, but don't even don't worry about it. <laughs> don't go back and look at her old tweets. She's going to get canceled. <laughs> it's gonna, she's going to be canceled. The whole thing just... <laughs> it's all gonna be over. All gonna it's, be all gonna gone. Gone. it's all gonna be gone. <laughs> well, you can follow the show at my bourbon pod on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can leave us a five star rating and review in the iTunes podcast app if that's where you listen. And then you can become a patron of the show at patreon.com slash my bourbon podcast for as little as a dollar a month. We appreciate everybody who is a patron of the show. Once again, patreon.com slash my bourbon podcast. Haley, thank you again. Thank you. Yeah. Absolutely. We'll have to do this. We'll have to do it again soon. Please. Uh, of course. Yes. And uh, we will see you all for the, the next ISO sessions. But until then, I'm Perry, and this is my bourbon podcast. Bye.